Did you guys see that Corona Sutra that was going around? No. No. Yeah, it's a, that a Corona approved uh, positions. Oh yeah. There's, there's no uh, there's no chance of particulate transfer. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. A lot of them involve paper bags. I don't know where they'd be coming from with this. <laughs> like this. It's going to be droplets flying, is all I'm saying. No, listen, you just be naked in the same room at a respectful distance, <laughs> and you just kind of like, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. jerk off distance. and leave in different <laughs> yeah. doors. It's a real Louis C.K. vibe. Yeah. Oh, oh. I understood exactly what you meant when you said that. That makes me sad. Hey everybody, welcome to the Corona Podcast. No, I'm just kidding. It's Press X the Podcast from your friends at COG Connected. I'm Paul. Alongside me today, I have James. Hello, everybody. And I have Rhett. Hello, everybody. And we among us have zero cases of the coronavirus. It's so glorious. How are you doing, boys? Avoided the row row for another two weeks. What can you ask for, you know? I mean, strictly speaking, I have been to a grocery store a couple of times in the last seven days yeah. and have seen people from closer, closer than 10 feet away. So there's a non-zero chance that I have, in fact, contracted the disease, but more or less the odds seem pretty good. Uh, man, I'm concerned at how angry I'm getting at uh, just the ignorance of other people, you know? I'm walking down the sidewalk the other day and there's a dude blowing his nose like kind of in my direction the hell is going on out there has anyone coughed directly into your mouth not no no not that but uh, i mean shit <laughs> yeah, like, we what else can you say what what else yeah i know like what what the hell is going on out there people we're not fucking savages are we we might actually be savage. Yes. Wait, wait, fair. Wait two fucking seconds to blow your nose. You know, wait until I pass. Am I wrong? Am I? Is that is that too much to ask? It might be. If oh, you're man. wrong, I don't want to be right, Rhett. I don't want to yeah. be right. The fucking Roro man. Like I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of hearing about it. And like you got to hear about it. That's the thing. Like you can't. It's it's irresponsible to not pay attention but my god yeah F- full disclosure bad news Rhett. a lot of our stories today do kind of involve the rona fuck yeah it makes so, sense it makes yeah. sense it's what the rest of the world's talking about so we're here to bring you more of that sweet sweet roro news that you just can't get enough of also we're gonna talk about games because we're not fucking monsters Oh, oh, we're talking about games this week? Yeah, yeah. It, there will also be some games. I played some oh. games. Did you guys play some games? Oh, Definitely. I played some games. What else have I been doing? What else have you been doing? You've been uh, watching that infection rate. It's a game yeah. in and of itself. True. Mm-hmm. Speaking of I'm... infections, Tom Nook. Yeah, yes, yes. The, AC the, fever. The, the AC fever has hit, hit the East and West Coast very hard. Um, it has taken over my life. Definitely didn't miss that one. Um, what about you guys? Yeah, same deal. A lot of Animal Crossing. Yeah. A lot yeah. of it. Completely addicted to it. 
uh, I was saying to, to James before we started that it's a game that I'm finding extremely difficult to put down. You know, it's, it's always just one more, one more thing to craft, one more rock to, to strike, one more, you know, tree to plant. There's always something to do. And I'm fucked, man. I, I'm up till two, three o'clock in the morning and I, I can't put this thing down. There's always one more island to invade, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One of our what, what, uh, other writers, I just, you know, went to his island. I took all his oranges. I hit him in the head with a net. And then I left. Savages. It was amazing. So we are savages. <laughs> we're, yeah. We're, um, we're living in a society, Paul. Yeah, we're I, living I, in a society, I, all right. Quote Costanza, I, I, we're living in a society here. I, I, I learned this week that if you dig a couple of holes to brace yourself against, you can yes. strike a rock with a shovel eight times in a row and yeah. get twice as many resources out of it. Yeah. Interesting. That, that's oh, not yeah. a bad idea. No, yeah, you dig them in the corners. That's a that's an old, old trick, an old AC trick. Veterans will tell you about digging holes and... Yeah. <laughs> taken souls for the past 20 years it's an old navajo technique dude i'm hurting right you know? now my ribs are hurting right now i don't know what's is happening it, is oh. it all the um Fuck. is it all the um all the digging all the digging and animal crossing <laughs> you are you fuck. using too much of your rib cage when you <laughs> dig because you don't want to do that that's a bad form <laughs> you sick fuck is that <laughs> don't use any rib when you're digging in animal crossing <laughs> so does that make you feel better about yourself cutting me it down does. like that it does a lot better <laughs> it actually it does man it is from the animal crossing okay. i'm not even 100 percent sure what he's getting at but i know that it's a sick burn no but i'm i'm serious my ribs are fucking killing me right now well i think i speak for all of us when i say don't die yeah no. that, that, that that's about where we're at See, that's what the corona's got me my head at right now. As soon as anything goes wrong with me, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, everybody I know, you like clear your throat and you're like, do I have the Rona? Yeah. Do I need a ventilator right now? It's like, no. The man. answer is no, yeah. you don't. No, be you're fine. fine. You're fine. Yeah. Unless your your insides are literally on fire, you're probably okay. Yeah, that the, the thing I've learned from being online too much is that there's no maybe you you fucking know all right you 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 basically wake up one morning and uh you're the hottest you've ever been and you are essentially a sweat faucet turned uh up to full blast and uh it's pretty hard to mistake it for something else well that's good to know honestly that's yeah yeah Yeah. you're not gonna be like i wonder if i'm sick it's gonna be more like Oh, I might die tomorrow. Right, right, okay. Yeah. Except that you might because fuck, man. Why put off till tomorrow what you can get done today? You know? That's the coronavirus uh, mantra. Also, Animal Crossing. Just putting that out there. That's true. Fuck, you pay it's off good. you pay off those bells today and tomorrow you have a sicker house. It it's so good. Mm-hmm. It really is. Um yeah, I'm deeply in love with it. It's very good. Yeah, like I, I, I need oranges. Both of you guys, 
Paul, you just admitted to being the fucking orange thief of the team, so maybe I'll come get some from you, but um, yeah, I need oranges. Yeah, the orchard is on its way. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's growing as we speak. Three to four days, we will have oranges. Nice. I won't say what the price is, but it's high. Real high. <laughs> what's, the, what's, what's the favorite piece of furniture for everybody that they've collected so far? What's, what's your prize possession? Hmm... Mine's my baseball glove chair. Oh, I love that. That's pretty dope. Well, yeah. that sounds nice. Yeah. It's kind of like one of the old school mitts too, you know, like maybe from the 70s, I want to say. Like, yeah, it's nice. I uh, I have a lava lamp that like changes the color of the entire room. It's pretty dope. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't dabbled too much in the way of furniture just yet. Oh, Been yeah. you're, you're singularly the- focused on paying the bells mm. and you know getting the museum built getting the shop right. built the needs of the many respect right. i'm a man of the people yeah man yeah, of the people yeah speaking of man of the people uh the doom guy Ooh. real man of earth uh dedicated to sending the demons back to hell and i'll tell you that is one hell of a game doom eternal yeah like Tell me a little bit about this. I loved the 2016 Doom, and your review and many others have said that it's everything and so much more that the 2016 uh, Doom was. So it does kind of take a different approach from the last one, which, uh, honestly, big risk. They could have done the exact same thing, and people would have just loved it all over again. Yeah. Um, they've kind of tilted it more in a gamier direction. So we're talking floating keys, floating one-ups in the middle of levels. It's very 1990s gamified. Okay. Kind of Unreal Tournament style? A little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it reminds me of the older Doom games. Okay. Um, But in terms of the gameplay, this is one of the smoothest games I've ever played. Mm. Um. Honestly, I can't believe that it feels so good playing it with a controller. It's that responsive. It is that smooth that uh, you never feel like the controls are a hindrance. And this is one of the most intense things I've ever experienced. Um, So you really have to rely on snap reflexes and solid control to, to survive any encounter. It's the kind of game where you're constantly hanging on at, you know, 10 health, no armor, three rounds left in your shotgun kind of thing, and somehow you can pull it off. Skin of your teeth. Yeah. I love it. I it love has, it. It has an incredible balance yeah. um, and a real flow to it where uh, there's a bunch of mechanics that are linked together to regenerate your ammo, regenerate your armor, regenerate your health. Uh, so you're constantly balancing those things and managing resources but in a way that doesn't, it doesn't feel onerous. It doesn't feel like you're ever uh, out of options. Like maybe you'll hmm. turn to an option and that's not going to work because you don't have ammo or you don't have fuel or whatever. There's always another option. There's another way out of this situation. And uh, it, it's really empowering in that, in that sense. Sweet. Yeah, I got to get my hands on this game. I know Animal Crossing's taking up a lot of my time, but man, I have got to get my hands on this game. Yeah. It is a solid, solid thrill ride, and um, 
I mean, there's a reason it's getting really high scores, but it seems like anybody that has not really latched onto it, uh, their reasoning boils down to it's not Doom 2016 again. Mm. To me, that's a good thing. Yeah. I, why? That'd make a lot of sense. Why would you want the same game four years later? Yeah. Well, why, lots of people you... want that. They, 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 they want, well, they don't want the exact same game. They want change in teeny tiny increments and like big, big swings, you know, tend to like alienate slightly more people, but, um, like fucking I, animal crossing. Yeah. That's exactly animal crossing. They, they didn't, didn't change too much stuck to the formula, but the, the improvements that they made, like I was saying, they uh it felt like they pushed the the game exactly where it needed to go and that's that's what doom 2020 seems like yeah it's uh i will say that it's it's quite a bit harder than i remember the last game being um there are definitely sections that you're going to die a few times especially if you're uh the kind of person who likes to push the difficulty level up you know into the ultra violence or God forbid, nightmare level, uh, way above my skill level. But um, yeah, some people will definitely be a little bit frustrated with the difficulty level, um, especially well, certain welcome. enemies. Like like who? Like who? Break it down for us. Uh, enemy wise. Yeah. You who, want me to name names? That, who? Which is the one that gave you the biggest biggest headache? Man, fuck the Marauder. Fuck mm, okay. that guy. He's got this this shield that blocks anything you do unless you happen to be countering an attack. And he has uh, ways to mess you up if you get too close to him. He has ways to mess you up if you get too far away from him. So you got to be this magical middle distance waiting for him to uh, start this highly telegraphed attack that you can then counter with super shotgun. And... You know, he sends out this flaming hellhound and there's constantly other enemies around that are trying to kill you while you're doing this. But you turn your back on the Marauder and he'll he'll take you down. He'll take you down. Googling Doom Eternal Marauder, the third most uh, searched is Doom Eternal Marauder annoying. So that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fuck this guy. It does feel really good when you do take him down, though. Hmm. And uh, if anyone out there is having trouble with the Marauder, I I urge you to take advantage of the movement options you have. Get moving. and uh, Stay in his mid-range and wait for his eyes to flash green. Yep, that's exactly what the game tells you to do. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm telling you, that mid-range is probably about two and a half pixels wide. <laughs> Whew. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty serious, yeah. but uh, yeah, you get you get the hang of it. You get the hang yeah. of it. It um one thing it doesn't really do that great for me is progression. It it doles out a lot of points, a lot of coins, a lot of currency to upgrade various things. Like the weapon mods are the weapon mods are pretty cool, um, but upgrading the Doom guy's suit, eh, it's all things that are like okay. I'll take that, yeah. I guess. I hate there's that a, shit. A, there's a few crucial ones like mantling quicker and, you know, your frag grenade recharges faster. 
but a lot of them I was like, eh. So I just ended up having a lot of coins <laughs> laying around because I didn't care. Uh, well, it's mostly about your skills and less about your, your kit, right? Like, that's kind of where the focus is. Yeah, yes. And it's the way that you weave together the various weapons and weapon mods. Uh, each of the weapons has two mods. Um, and the nice thing is that each and every one of those mods and each and every weapon has a perfect time to use it. So you're constantly switching and you really get into, like I said, you get into this flow of switching between weapons and using the chainsaw and glory killing. And uh, there's like a, a flamethrower that basically melts enemies into armor points, uh, which is pretty handy. Hmm. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I feel like it will appeal to people who like first person shooters for one, but also people who aren't necessarily into first person shooters, but have reflexes and like puzzles. It's it's a little bit puzzly. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like anybody that just loves a a well made game should play this, you know? It is absolutely a very, very well made game. I haven't seen anybody say otherwise. And if they do, well they're wrong. They are wrong. Okay. It's a well made game. Yeah. All right. James, Persona 5 Royal Edition. How many thousand hours are you into this game? Um, like 45 or 50. And, uh... Have you seen the title card yet? Yeah, yeah, I've seen the title card. Yeah, good. Okay, um, cool. <laughs> it's, it's fascinating stuff. It It's real long, real long, but... The combat is balanced really beautifully. Um, there's never really a need for grinding, but the fights move so fast you might accidentally end up doing some anyway. And, like, there's a really uh, intuitive, well-crafted system of, like, uh, exploiting weaknesses and stuff like that. Essentially, it's the classic Shin Megami Tensei combat system where... If you don't exploit the enemy's weaknesses, they will turn around and exploit yours and crush you under their heel. Also, you can recruit them like Pokemon if you tell them the right jokes or, like, scare them or whatever, or, like, walk that fine line in conversations. And you can mash them together by cutting their heads off in this crazy blue room, and they turn into a single stronger persona, and then you can use that to, like rec shop and you get better bonuses for fusing them if you've made friends enough with the right people it's a really weird system but it all kind of gels together really nicely and um it's big and long but it doesn't feel like it drags really all that much unless you're like rushing to try to finish it in which case every second is fucking agony but that's that's a normal reviewer uh quandary that a person has to face when you do this for a living um mm a great point but yeah man like i oof, at every step i've been pretty impressed honestly it's uh uh i think i think pretty well the best persona game i've ever played and i've played a few and probably in my top five like japanese rpgs i've picked up in the last like three or four years oh really yeah easy easy peasy man easy pickings well i really liked persona 4 but haven't played five this might be the time i didn't play five for the longest time because i was 
uh, I was intimidated by like the 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 effort and the work that I felt would be involved in getting through it because it is kind of a time investment. Yeah. But um, they've done all these little quality of life improvements to the point where like um, you can optimize your time that you spend, like your little social chunks, without any real headache. And so you kind of know, like, oh, well, I should be doing this, or I should not be doing this, or, like, um, you, the the game will just straight up tell you if you need to improve one of your social stats. They're like, you can't really talk to this person properly until you got more guts, you know, or more kindness or more charm. And, uh, and then you can quite easily build those stats over a period of days. And there's, like, bonus dungeons you can just wander around in and, like, rack up gold and experience. And it's just, it, it's... It's it's really 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 good. <laughs> All right. And the story is really fucking potent. Like I'm generally pretty bored with anime video game writing. Like I'm, I'm usually like, "Oh, I've seen this story a 100 times. This is bullshit." Persona 5 right out the gate, the first major story beat is like a real nasty gut punch where you're like, mm. "Oh, I oh, Oh, oh! I didn't. I'm uncomfortable with this. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's very like, like after school special, but in a like distressing way where yeah. you feel really bad for these people. <laughs> what did one of the classmates get coronavirus? That's deep. That's uh, a deep cut. No, no. But uh, lots, uh, lots of trigger warning type stuff goes on in the mm. first couple hours i'll tell you what gotcha and i use that phrase with 100 percent sincerity because seriously some shit goes down so you know girder your loins and whatnot <laughs> uh who which one of you has been girdering your loins to play call of duty Warzone? <laughs> yeah that's I'm me. very curious that's me man Cause back, baby. I haven't played it since uh, high school, going on a decade at least. It's fucking back, though. Of course, give it to the fucking Rona to uh, shut everything down and have 30 million people playing it and uh, giving it the, you know, the press that it, that it deserves because the game is good. Um, the map that they've built, I've played, I'm not a huge battle royale guy i like the concept but i haven't really liked the games that have come out for it's like i think PUBG is i don't know i i haven't played it too much but PUBG, i don't know compared to call of duty it looks and feels a little basic um fortnite is overrun by 10 year olds um apex apex i haven't played i will say but um i don't know just call of duty it's just more my speed and uh this this war zone this battle royale the best one I've played yet, and it a lot of it has to do with the map. Uh, the map actually feels like a city. You know, you're going from the stadium down to the hospital, over to the fucking farmland. You know, you can go out into the countryside. Uh, man, it's good. It's a good time. Pisses me off. Don't get me wrong. Pisses me off. But um, yeah, if anybody wants to get out there and and uh, get a three man squad going, you can do that anytime. I'm down. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, played quite a bit of Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare is the last one, right? Yeah. 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 Well, Modern Warfare is Warzone. Like, they're the same game, you know? Oh, really? It's the same client? 
exactly yeah exactly yeah this oh. this warzone so that <laughs> that's the worst thing about warzone is that if you haven't bought uh modern warfare obviously you can download warzone for free still but you have to download the entire client so it's like a hundred uh. it's a hundred gigs and you're you know <laughs> you have one Jesus map christ yeah it's like man you might as well just fucking buy the game it's sitting on your hard drive like a fucking parasite like the corona um, yeah yeah jesus so is this but, like yeah. it's typical battle royale 100 it, drop in well one it, leaves. It, it, it's it's not typical no so 150 men first off teams Ooh. of three or they they added a solo mode after launch as well so there's solo and teams of three and then the big difference is that when you die you go to this prison this gulag they call it and you're put into this 1v1 gunfight where if you win, you come back into the game. If, huh. you, if you lose, you still have the option or, or the ability to be revived by your teammates. Like you, you pick up cash as you uh, play the game and you can go to these buy stations and revive teammates as well as like pick up loadouts and UAVs, all the typical Call of Duty shit. Um, but yeah, like so, so death is not the end of the game by any means. There've there have been a few uh, rounds where like we've died early, you know, in that first that first like two minute sprint where you hit the ground and try and find weapons. Two two team members will die early. One guy will be able to escape and revive one of us, and then we'll have we'll go on to have like a a long run. And uh, yeah, like it's a lot of fun doing that, man. They they. They're on to something with this one. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it in the coming year or two. I'm not exactly sure what they're... I'm sure that Warzone would just move over to Modern Warfare 2, which has apparently been confirmed, semi-confirmed. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to it. Nice. I got to download that. It's good, man. Uh, if you got the hard drive space, it's good. Yeah. Modern Warfare is the best Call of Duty in years and years and years and years and years, so that uh, that doesn't original, surprise me that warzone is yeah is pretty great the original modern warfare was the last call of duty i actually bought that's it's funny how it kind of came full circle like this yeah so wow. you just moved right from one to the other no no gaps yeah 10 years okay. later mm. all right <laughs> cod warzone uh yeah, get it pretty it's much 30, anybody 30, who's 30. on lockdown is playing it 30, so, uh, exactly. Should 30, be able to find million, a game. 30 million people have uh, like logged on in the week since its release. Damn. Uh, I think they hit 15 million concurrent players uh, a few days ago or something like that. Yeah. Wow. So, in one game. so th that is the one thing is that servers are kind of fucked. Don't get me wrong. You get into a few games where like lag becomes an issue. You'll, you'll drop out of a few games. Like it is kind of mm -hmm. fucked, but yeah. Uh, the other thing I guess I can bring up, but I haven't actually played it yet, so I'll have more to say next time, is Half-Life. I'm um, hearing amazing things. Yeah, I saw the, the Metacritic score going around today, and wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, like, IGN gave it a, a 100 yeah, now IGN did get rid of their like point system, so they're just doing you know sevens, eights, nines, tens. But with that mm -hmm. being said, you know like the, this early consensus is like this is a masterpiece. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to to playing it. I'm, I mean, I'm not the biggest VR guy. I'm not the biggest Half Life guy. 
I, I respect both things. Uh, so I'm curious to see what it's, what it's going to do to me. Is it really going to hit? I was going to say, I'll bet you that this would be one that could potentially convince you. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Sounds like it's a, it's a preview for what's to come. VR has had a couple of real killer apps, but it kind of doesn't matter because there's still that teeny tiny several hundred dollar hurdle for most consumers to get over. But yeah, I mean, I am I am curious about it. And, I, and, you I, know, I also think that even when you get over that hurdle, that seven, eight, nine, a thousand dollar hurdle, uh, the 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 equipment itself is still sort of cumbersome. Like strapping this big headset on and the controllers and everything. I was saying this months ago, I remember, but VR will truly take off when it's as simple as putting on a pair of sunglasses. Like people, yeah, I, I really think that the equipment is just not there. People don't want to bother with the, the setup, you know? It's, and then it's, it's fragile too. Like you can't leave the equipment in sunlight or you can't leave it, you know? It's, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of room to be, or yeah, there's a lot of room for growth in that, I think. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Um, it's even generally generationally, it's come a long way. Um, like compared to the original Oculus Rift, the Rift S is a way better device. Mm. Um, it's just easier to get comfortable. It's easier to get you know the the lenses to appear in focus. That was mm-hmm. a thing that always drove me absolutely crazy on playing PSVR games. Is the headset has to be at this like micron precision uh, angle in order for things to be clear, which is 100%. crazy. Set up, set up often uh, holds people back from this. You go on Reddit and see people talking about the nightmares that they have setting up camera positions and everything for their, their VRs. Like it's, it's not the easiest thing to get into. No, definitely not. They need um they needed to get to the point where it's just like one camera just like on a wall or something and you just have to be in view of it or like even less than that where it's just like all the visual shit is just in the headset itself and that'll be a big deal. That's the Rift S. The Rift S oh. uh, has that already. That's it's a great step forward. I feel like I've played with the Rift S actually. Uh, there was a a, de- a demo for um some game whose name utterly escapes me at the last E3 I went to. They're like, here, here's the headset. It's connected to nothing. Just pick up the controllers, put it on, you're good to go. I'm like, oh, this is dope. And, like, the graphics were a big step down, but, like, uh, portability-wise, it was, like, it was there, man. Like, Yeah, I think that one's called the Quest, I want to say. Mm. Oculus Quest. Yeah, yeah, the Quest. It's got, the all the, Quest. got all the hardware and guts in the headset. So, um, yeah, once those guts get to a level where they can make a game that, you know, is of the graphical quality that people expect with no wires, that'll be a real thing. It's the future, man. That is the future. And I don't think we're far off from that either. I really don't. It's within like 10 years. No, no. Yeah. I could see the, I could see like. PSVR 2 being basically that. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good call. News? News. News. P- 
people are playing a lot of games. It's kind of like the crux of 80% of news stories that are gaming related this week. Like, well, yeah, didn't, didn't Steam hit some ridiculous number of concurrent players? Yeah, yeah, it got like, pretty heavy. They they broke their all-time record, which they, they set their all-time record, I think it was on like a Friday, and then they broke it again on the Sunday or something like that. Yeah, let's see. What's the what's the what's the breakdown? Uh yesterday, Steam had more than twenty two million users Ooh. on the platform at once. Oh, crazy. And everyone's ISP was crying out for mercy. Desperate to meet those uh those download speeds that they promise, yet never can hit even at the lowest of uh, traffic times, so well. Um, apparently they're gonna uh, they're putting they're wanting to put like data caps or like uh, uh, resolution caps for like streaming quality for certain services and like Europe and shit like that because everybody's home and it's 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 fucking things up, man. The whole system is completely borked. Yeah, Netflix and Disney Plus have done that already. Yeah, uh, they probably won't do it North America side. But we'll see. I mean, a bunch of ISPs in Canada um, changed people's plans to be unlimited data, knowing that people are going to be working from home and just being at home generally to encourage that, which is unexpected Yeah. from those money-grubbing sons of bitches. But, you know. I mean, here's a tip. You can call your service provider and just tell them that you got a better deal with another company and you're going to go with them and they'll fucking match it. For the most part, just be nice about it. They'll match that shit. They will. But you shouldn't have to do that, Rhett. When you're getting charged $120, they, they should... $120 for uh, 150 megabyte internet and 30 cable channels. Getting robbed out here, man. And there's nothing to watch on TV because there's no sports. There's nothing to watch, exactly. Sports are canceled. Yep. The Olympics canceled. Yeah, I mean that one you could kind of see coming. The, the Olympics are kind of a like nasty, uh, city destroying monolith that fucking ruins any place they touch down on. So let's maybe take a bit of an Olympics break. What do you say? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, not every city, but, like, every city they've come to in the last 20 years. I guess Vancouver's not technically totally ruined. <laughs> and they were here at one point. Maybe we just recovered since then. But how else will we know who can throw a sharp stick farthest? You get everybody out to your fucking backyard. You pass it the sharp sticks, and then you measure. Hmm. People would put it on TikTok. Wanted to do the Olympics... Do it localized, but like Timmy Jorgensen over in fucking Weejaw, Connecticut, fucking threw that sharp stick 145 meters. It was amazing. We think it's on drugs. We think it's on all the drugs, but he still did it. And here's the video proof. And then they can just send them all in. And then some guy in a fucking bunker somewhere disconnected from all human contact will be like, yes. This man right here, he's the champion stick thrower. We'll send you a medal in the mail. We won't. It's a coupon. It's fine. You win. And and we could just do that this season. What do you say? Hey, I feel you, brother. That's why I watch the Summer Olympics, because then you get the events that actually matter, like diving. 
Okay, how how did you land on diving? Where what was the journey that took you to diving? Like I get that. I, I just, Olympics... Honestly, man, I just thought of the lame. The lame. Well, no, no, swimming. They they swim. They swim in the Summer Olympics. I'm gonna take swimming. Diving actually. Diving is kind of cool. But it's well, a completely like the... arbitrary scoring system. Is sure. it not? It is. Well, it is. Smallest yeah. splash. Smallest splash. So you're you're telling me that these guys train for fucking years and years for like a, a significant portion of their lives just to see who can like enter the water in the most knife-like fashion. That's right. With the most flips and shit that you can do, you know? You gotta you gotta add the flips and shit in there. <laughs> Cause you can't you can't just you can't just like pencil dive, you know what I mean? Feet down. <laughs> Anybody could do that shit. Could you? I No. I couldn't. Yeah. We need we need to do the drug Olympics. I know a lot of people have kicked this idea around and I understand it's kind of old hat. We've been hearing about this for years. I still think we should do this. Have one Olympics one time where people can take as many fucking chemicals as they want. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, it's, it's just all like day. All, all this shit is legal. Not what? today, it's not. Today, it's all on the table. 100%. Also, here's a waiver. If you die, not our fault. 100%. I always Dude, make this that's argument. Like, that's the regular Olympics. Yeah. That's already the Olympics. They, they're all on drugs. I always make this argument in baseball whenever people ask me about steroids in baseball. The most exciting time in my life for baseball was when three guys, well, Griffey wasn't using, but when McGuire, Sosa, and Griffey were in the home run race, and mm-hmm. McGuire and Sosa were juiced out of their minds. Like that was the most entertaining time in baseball when those guys were crushing dingers every game. And I could not agree with you more, James, that uh, an Olympics, an entire sports league that allows the use of PEDs, man, the ratings would be through the roof. Just make it like a fucking gong show too. mic the players up and, and, you know, uncensored and oh God. <laughs> now that's entertainment. There's probably a few moral quandaries there. Nah, fuck. Well, the guy, do, do you mean guys, do you mean how many people would die? Is that what you're saying? Are you saying that the fatality rate would be higher than any sport in the history of sports? Yeah, the guys have to give away like they'd have to give away an extra gold medal to the country that had the least cardiac related deaths during the <laughs> tournament. No, you know? guys talking shit and crushing dingers. That's what people want to see. <laughs> I, oh God, I would watch that. I, I right? fucking know I would. I know. I, know. <laughs> I wouldn't miss a game. That's why. That's why wrestling's so fun because everybody's on drugs and everybody's on mic. One hundred percent. And wrestling. You want to talk about canceled? WrestleMania is fucked. Wrestling fans. There was there was a a, a show a couple one show they did where they performed to an empty audience, and it was fucking haunting. Haunting. Just, just, just two guys in the ring, nobody in the, uh, in the stands, just, like, emoting at each other, like, yeah, you can... trying to play off crowd reactions that aren't there. It's amazing. I highly recommend you check it out. Yeah, there's a, there's a YouTube video of Stone Cold Steve Austin hyping up the non-existent crowd, and he's like, give me a hell, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's just crickets, and he. Yeah, he it's hears tough it. to watch. It's tough to watch, man. Twenty twenty sucks. 
Like, as if you're fucking with Stone Cold Steve Austin now. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. 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 Terrible tragedy. D- anyway. Truly. Truly. Hey, did we talk last time about the fact that E3 got canceled? Was that a thing two weeks ago? Uh, No. No, it wasn't. I think, oh, yeah, it might have been dead. We, we were thinking it okay. might be dead. Yeah. Okay. It's dead. Yeah. It's never coming back. No? I don't, you don't think, think so. so. You don't mm-hmm. think so? All right. Well, not as the media event. No, we're going to have to It'll be some weird shitty packs. I think. I Here's here's what I want to do. Because I'm 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 going to really miss holding up in a place that's a little too hot and full of a couple too many humans and 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 I've got too much alcohol in my system I'm probably if if the conferences line up I'm going to book that time off I'm going to camp out somewhere by myself if I have to but you know if we're to the point where we can have people in the same room again maybe I'll invite some other humans on this thing and I'll just do a gonzo style I'll get a bunch of booze get some recording equipment you know a couple laptops and we'll just hang out and cover shit and do off-the-cuff video coverage and you will have james's reports from the trenches of all the conferences and all the shit that's happening this year around what would have been e3 season because i i'm gonna miss getting drunk and bringing the facts to people so i'm probably gonna do it anyway Mm. yeah i feel you on that yeah uh, the the one thing you left out, which is a key part of being in Los Angeles and at E3 in general, because probably you didn't spend quite enough on your Airbnb, is the gunshots and prowlers. We can find that it's here true. though. Yeah, yeah. We'll 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 get a local place. We'll hole up there for a few days. Make sure it's got a good internet access. So we're like a few of us with laptops, and we'll all just like cover the conferences and drink and eat terrible food. And then we'll come back from this long weekend, ruined shells of human beings who have gifted the site and the world with all, all they need to know. They call it the knowledge. Yeah. We're going to ruin our bodies for the good of the gaming public. It's going to be amazing. Love it. Okay. I'm sold. Yeah, I'll fucking do it. Fuck it. What else am I doing? I'm in. Yeah. Approved. Yeah. Uh, I guess the next-gen console specs are now out and about. Yeah. They're fast. Really fast. Yeah. Like, both systems are great. I, you know. I was just going to say, I tried my very best to stay as tuned in to the, the PlayStation conference as I could, but Mark Cerny... Bless his heart. Does not ha- produce a compelling show, but I mean, it was not really meant for the public. Like that thing that they broadcast live, we weren't supposed to fucking see that. <laughs> oh no, that was like that's full GDC talk. Like, you know, yeah. game devs who watched that would have just been slobbering hounds looking at the Tempest well, engine. That, that's what I was gonna bring up. That's what I was gonna fucking bring up. Uh, one of the things that I learned from that conference, for, from what I was able to tune into, 
was the fact that they're just looking to eliminate load times. And in doing so, they're going to change the way maps and levels are designed because so many things like staircases and elevators and hallways and shit like that are only there so they can load chunks of the map while they're traveling through it. And if we don't have to do that anymore, then it's going to like, people are going to have to like look at how they design these things in a completely different fashion. And that's, that's kind of fucking exciting. Who, who doesn't have scarring memories of like traveling on a fucking endless elevator ride to another section of a map just so they can give the system time to fucking load it. And then we could just like bust a door down to their huge booted feet and fucking start laying waste to people on the other side. You know, like, isn't that, isn't that the dream? Oh yeah. Yeah. I like how he said very specifically, there's certain cases where you would have to deliberately slow it down for pacing. Yeah. Like that's, that becomes the challenge is that it's too fast. (laughs) Which is awesome. I love it. It it the more you think about it, the more you realize that so much of modern game design is built around hiding loads from players. Like we talked a couple episodes ago about how The Witcher 3 has this system where like most of the fucking game doesn't really exist when you're not looking at it as the player. So like you turn around or like you leave a town and it dissolves into fucking chaos and shapes and nonsense. But then you walk 30 steps back and go to it and then it's in your FOV and suddenly it's real again. They just wouldn't have to fucking do that anymore. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Simple as that. I, I, I know, I don't know. I haven't heard a lot of like chatter about the possibilities of the next generation, but I think the next generation has some pretty fucking amazing possibilities. I'm optimistic. Very optimistic. I think it's going to be a much bigger jump forward than this generation was. Maybe not one that's as immediately perceptible, like the graphics. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, leap the way they did, but like the fundamentals, the mechanics, the shit under the hood. Yeah. That's going to change in ways that people can't even fucking yeah. grok right the, now. Like it's going to. It's the death of the loading screen. Oh, fuck yes. The death I'm of the so there. Screen, man, I know. Like fucking rights. It's about time. What's really interesting to me is that the positions of the two companies have kind of switched places again. Going from the 360 PS3 generation to the current gen, um, Sony took the old Microsoft approach and made a better one of those. Mm. And that did really well. They won the generation. Microsoft, on the other hand, tried to innovate. They innovated the wrong way, and it bit them in the ass. And this time... Microsoft is back to their previous tricks of building a, an extremely powerful one of those. Whereas Sony uh, built a slightly less powerful one of those, but has really invested in more heavily into the SSD and the load speed and the 3D sound uh, technology in a way that might actually pay off. So it'll be really interesting to see if you know, if if there's another flip-flop or if Sony just continues to lead the charge because they have gone outside the box in just the right way. Well, on top of the specs, I too, th- I think that uh, Sony also has, like, the uh, the exclusives down. Their exclusives list crushes Microsoft's right now. Yeah. Uh, that we know about. 
that we know about it's, yeah but already the established franchises like man they're i think they far outweigh microsoft at this point it's going to be a couple of years before we really see what everybody can actually do with this technology mm. i think it's different enough in fundamental ways that developers aren't automatically going to know how to grow within it properly like because that but that's like a normal thing for every new generation like the first round of games comes out and it's just like well these are fine but they don't quite have the tool set down yet but then like a year or two into the like the five generation the ps5 the xbox what the fuck ever um it's gonna be it's gonna be the it's gonna be completely wild is what i'm gonna say is what i'm trying to say it's gonna be we're gonna see shit that like we can't even imagine that we didn't think was fucking possible yeah like it's funny you say that because i was thinking of uh like i i think that we're gonna start to see more partnerships that we didn't think were possible before microsoft and nintendo have been linking up for the past year or two now they've been doing these little things together Man, I wouldn't be surprised if we start to see some of these big franchises on other consoles. I think we're getting to the point where, like, the war, the console war is kind of dead. It's been dead, you know? Um, I said when we started talking about the specs, you know, it, it really doesn't matter what you get at this point. You're, you're going to get something great. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. We haven't talked about this at all up to this point, but the next generation... It's bringing back memory cards. Mm. Really? And I I don't feel like we're giving that enough press attention. I don't feel like enough people are fucking talking about this. We're going to have memory cards again. <laughs> I loved well, having Xbox my little... Xbox will have memory cards. Yeah, my little 360 memory card. I loved having that thing, my profile on there, and I could just take it on the go, you know? But, I mean, these are, like, chunky-ass, big-ass, fucking-ass things that, like... You know what I mean? Like this is a, a a a hefty, tangible object that you're like, oh yeah, this is the this is this is the shit right here. And I for one look forward to what we can do within this play space, or whether people like make crazy nonsense, or if it's just gonna be another fucking proprietary fuckfest where it's like you buy our brand or else it makes your hard drive explode. Mm. You know. But it seems like Sony went way out of their way to make sure that everybody knew that they were using the established standard and they oh, were, fuck yes. they were not doing Thank the you. Vita thing. Whereas Microsoft is very specifically doing the Vita thing where you must buy our thing or it's not going to work. Yeah. Oh, well, um, eat dicks, Microsoft. And thank you, Sony, because <clears throat> that, that was the worst part. That's always the worst part. If you want to expand your memory or like plug in some cool hardware, it's like, oh, you didn't buy the $200 fucking first party brand. Well, then your PlayStation is going to turn bright red and explode. Sorry, bro. Well, I mean, that is is kind of the thing that's happening for Sony because the specs that they require for this expansion, like they don't exist yet. Like you can't buy an SSD that has those specs, but that won't be a problem in like a year. When, yeah, that's when fine. everything's that's faster fine. than that. So it but it, it gets out in, to the market. And yeah, they, they they'll yeah. make it work. It's fine. Yeah, but you you got a point, James. Can will both consoles have the ability to like you know rip out your memory card and go to your buddy's place and you know 
slam it home and, and suddenly you're playing The Witcher 5 that they don't own? Ugh. Like, is that how that's going to work or, or no? Or like like some like little tiny portable thing, but like, oh, I put all my these kinds of games on here. Or like, uh, or, or maybe it'll be for like uh, capturing because the, the, the footage you capture is going to be such high quality and it's going to take up a ton of hard drive space. And they're like, well, here's this fucking sweet card you plug in. So whenever you're doing like a one touch video capture, it just goes right to this card and then you don't have to worry about that, right? Oh man, that'd be so nice. Fuck, capturing Possi- is such a pain in the ass right now. Yeah, possibilities, man. They're out there. Mm-hmm. Making moves. It's going to be good, man. It's going to be good. And that's why I want to have my drunken news weekend in June. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love the idea. You're preaching to the choir here, James. I yeah. loved those days. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to we're going to hang back for a minute. We're going to find out what everybody's schedule is. And if it lines up to a nice little weekend, I'm going to book the time and we're going to find a place and do this Gonzo style. <laughs> I, like I think it. it'd be all right. Quote Trump. The, you know, the virus dies in the warm weather, right? Right. That's that's not true. Just because <laughs> someone um, telling me DJT lied someone to me? said that that's the case. It doesn't mean it's the case. But he tweeted it. Oh, he tweeted it. Yeah. Oh. Tell you what. Several times. I will set up a like wash bin <laughs> full of um, sandy gel or whatever, hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna dunk your whole fucking body there. <laughs> I'm gonna just rub you down, and we're like, ah, there's no virus on you no more because we fucking killed it. <laughs> Are we gonna drink nothing but Coronas? Oh yeah. 40, 50% off. Yeah, maybe one time for solidarity and then never again. <laughs> yeah, we can't we can't cheers, though. Yeah, sales are down because they're not that great beer. All right, that's, that's that's what's happening there. Yeah, people are finally finally figuring it out. They stopped buying it, and they drank literally anything else, and it was better. Yeah. Then Corona? Yeah. It's it's Cor- it's, Cor- it's it's fine. It's not great. Corona's not good without lime. Like there's a reason that they put it in there, you know. But you don't get a lime in the box. No, it's it's you got to sell your product the way it's, you intend a, it to be consumed. That's a very that's, fair point. That's the bottom line. Yeah. You know, if if Xbox sells a new console and it comes with a lime in the box, um I'm going to assume that you put the lime on the console. Yeah. And that it plays well, like- better. In your eyes to improve the graphics. I will <laughs> direct <laughs> two, directly to two my to retinas. Three squeezes. Yeah, and then it all looks amazing. <laughs> Keep squeezing until it looks right, <laughs> or until you pass out. Either or. Yeah, Microsoft wins either way. Honestly. Uh, oh, yeah. one more thing before we go. In one of our last videos we pushed up that was like a Let's Play thing where I talked about a game I liked and over footage of the game, people were calling me a bro. And I just want to say one time to our (laughs) listeners, I'm honored. Yeah. I'm genuinely honored that you would put me in a social group of people so much 
cooler, I want to say? That doesn't sound right. Anyways, so much cooler than who I actually am, which is a socially maladapted nerd who knows entirely too many things about too many irrelevant topics. And they had the idea that I come across as a bro is honestly kind of fucking touching. So thank you guys. Bro, we got bro. you. All right, <laughs> fuck yeah. You want to watch uh, now? On that note, let's get out of here. Yeah. Uh, James is now a bro. Uh, we've avoided the row row. Uh, That's there's right. Another rhyme in there for and another I two can't weeks. Think of it. Yeah, I'm a bro. No row row. On that we go. All right. <laughs> Slim. All right, everybody. This is me. I'm saluting right now. You can't see me, but that's fine. Thanks very much for listening. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. It's Paul, James, and Rhett from Cog Connected. This has been Press X the Podcast. Tune in next time where we'll still be here because we ain't getting the row row. See you later, that's right. everybody. That's right. Well, hopefully. Bye.